What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Remote Gaming Podcast, episode 20, The Big 2-0. The RGP is a podcast that tries to come to you each and every week from two friends who live on opposite sides of the country to bring you the hottest gaming news and industry insights, as well as an in-depth topic to culminate that great pastime we all love, video games. I'm one of those gamers and one of your hosts, Joseph King. Joining me, as always, is this guy who scalped your PS5 on Walmart.com and sold it for $2,000. Kevin Corker. <laughs> God, I would, uh, that would never be me, but uh, I do have a PS5 and I'm excited to talk about it. You know, the thing that sucks, and with this whole, this is our big episode 20, we're going to get into, it's all going to be next gen. Yep. Uh, for those listening, we have been gone away a while. Uh, it's been about a month almost. I think we're just shy a week of from not doing this podcast wow. for over a month. Um, yeah, me and Kevin's lives have been crazy busy. Um, yes. We are in the middle of a pandemic, and it has just not been a good time. So we do apologize. I've gotten questions uh, from people. I've gotten emails, and people do want to know where we're at. And we do have some reader mail this week. Um, but episode 20, Kevin, we've done 20 of these. How do you feel about that, first off? I feel really good. I mean, obviously, balancing two schedules uh, on opposite sides of the country during a pandemic is always very difficult. We also have, you know, families and other responsibilities that we need to uh, tend to as well. So it's always trying to find that middle ground for this podcast. Um, And, you know, obviously, we love doing it and want to bring it to you guys every single week that we can it's i started a new job uh joseph's been picking up shifts here and there and doing things like that um so it's been absolutely wild to try and get a time that we're both free and able to do it um but here we are we've been wanting to get this episode out for you for a while um all of the all the talk about you know what next gen currently you know becomes current gen and um i mean 20 episodes is a it's a milestone i think for for two people with as busy lives as as we have and i'm proud i'm pretty proud of us for for doing this we've been talking about it for a long time and 20 episodes is you know might not seem like a lot but it is it it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good feat so uh hopefully everybody's been enjoying uh, onwards and upwards we're podcast is only going to get better from here on out content's only going to get better um and we're excited what do you what do you think joseph i'm very excited uh I, I i love this little slice of pie of the internet that we have it's it's small we don't really have that many listeners we don't have that many followers we're trying to grow so please uh once again we we once again i'm asking for, for your, your help. support <laughs> uh, Get the get this podcast out there. Get it in the folks in the hands of people. Uh, share it. Let people know and let us know what we need to improve upon. Um, I I'm quite aware that uh, we definitely need to up the number of podcasts we do. Um, we maybe there may be some talks behind the scenes of changing the format here shortly uh, instead of doing it weekly. I think um, we may end up talking about maybe a bi monthly or monthly podcast because I am fixing to start school in January. Um, Kevin is working a new job, so but trust me, there will be remote gaming podcasts in some format for hopefully many years to come. Absolutely, uh, we started this back in yeah, we started this back in what April, April yeah, or May, right, right around I think it was April. I want to say April was one of our first uploads. 
Maybe yeah, not. I think I had been out of my brace for about a, a week because I had had shoulder surgery at the beginning of the year and Jeez. we were kind of bored sitting here with COVID and shoulder surgery business and whatnot. So we decided to start this podcast. But to bring you to episode 20, like if we would have stuck to our weekly format, we'd definitely probably be on episode 40 by now. Yeah. But uh, it's it's the, the things life happens. And um, but I think at the same time, taking that week off and especially everything that we're going to delve into in today's podcast um, is all for the better good because next gen is here. Uh, we do have one reader mail. Uh, we'll talk about that and I'll talk about what I've been playing, uh, but it's going to be a little, bit, a little bit different. Usually we go into the news after we talk about what we've been playing because next gen or excuse me, I guess now this gen um I think it is next gen until we get in least least quarter one of okay. next year. You okay, know what okay. I mean? I feel like it is next gen. Uh, but because that has been such front and center, that is all that this podcast is going to focus about. We're going to talk about kind of the hiccups that the launch has had on both sides of Sony and Microsoft. Um, the second half of the podcast, uh, Kevin actually was able to get a PS5. He has a PS5. He's been enjoying it. And he's going to uh, talk about what he's been playing and get give a deep dive into the PS5 in uh, the second part of the podcast. I've tried multiple times to get a PS5 and an Xbox Series X over the past week and have been unsuccessful because I do plan on buying both. Um, and I'll kind of talk about that too because I know me and Kevin at one point had talked about building PCs or getting the Series S and da-da-da-da-da. Um, so far, the only thing I've been able to acquire because it's been crazy on the internet is I did get a Series S for my stepson. I ordered it through Microsoft, but we have no idea when it's going to be here. It says it's going to ship January 5th. So... Jeez, I, I don't I don't know. Um, but that's kind of the preview of what's what's to come with the episode uh, real quick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go into this. Re- we do have one email. It is from Josh. Uh, he writes in uh, this kind of goes off of what Kevin was talking about, how it's been just a crazy year. He says, good day, gentlemen. Joshua here again. The holidays are almost here, which means this weird year of 2020 will be over before we know it. COVID-19 and politics aside, please share with some of us your memorable experiences from this past year. What are some awesome things that have happened to each of you? What are some terrible things that you learned would you be willing to share? Also, what things are happening in 2021 that you look forward to? Anyways, y'all do a great job. It's such a pleasure to listen to you guys and get back to us when you can. Josh. So thank you, Josh. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I as far as looking back on the year, some highlights, this podcast, for one, I do enjoy doing this. Uh, you know, I've always had a passion for video games. I always love talking about them. Um, I could, you know, a lot of people like to sit down at bars and talk about sports and things like that, which I do. I love sports, too. But <laughs> I, I could go on and on with my knowledge of the gaming industry and my opinions on it. And I, I, I this kind of gives me that outlet to do so. So that's this has definitely been one good thing um, that's happened to me this year. Um, just the growth and seeing my daughter grow up. She had such a rocky start to her life being a preemie born at 30 weeks and spending 47 days in the NICU, um, in 2019 is just kind of, it's crazy to think that, uh, she's about to be two years old on January 1st. Wow. And so, uh, it just seeing her grow. Those have been some really awesome things to me. What about you, Kevin? What's been awesome for you? Oh man. Um, I've gotten to spend a lot of time and, uh, you know, uh, at my apartment, uh, because I was laid off, uh, from the pandemic 
And I think one of the greatest things it's given me is time. Um, I've had a lot of time this year to self-reflect. I've had a lot of time to uh, spend with my girlfriend. And I have, I think, out of this pandemic, become a better, more well-rounded person uh, with goals and, and, and achievements that I wanted to do. This podcast, obviously, as you said, Joseph, being one of them. Um, one of the highlights, I mean, uh, Joshua, like people like you writing in, knowing that they listen to the podcast and 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 give a shit about what we do um, is really inspiring to me. So I would say those things for sure uh, are, are big pluses uh, for this year. Um, yeah, that's I think that's those are those are the big ones. Yeah, I, I think, you know, you having the time off that you've had, not in such a good way because of what happened to you, but it is one of those things we all take for granted, right? Time is such a valuable commodity. And in this fast paced day and age, the way the American culture is, is very much wake up, go to work, come home, go to bed, do it all over again for most people. Um, you've had time off probably more than you would have liked, but you're able to self-reflect and kind of take a step back and self-analyze yourself. And I think that is healthy. I think everybody needs to take time for themselves. Granted, this was not you taking time for yourself, but it did allow you to do those things. And I, that's very important. I think that's part of a healthy lifestyle. If you're, I know a lot of people, uh, coworkers that I have in healthcare because of the pandemic, it's been crazy and they have been working hundred and 120, 200 hour weeks. Some, sometimes it's, it's just been insane. Um, I hope people do take time for themselves. If you're listening to this, take time for yourself because it's it's definitely healthy. Oh yeah, take a day or two. It's it's worth it. You know, check in, be honest with yourself, and uh, and, and kind of see where you lie. And uh, it, it's just you know, do something you love, and and don't don't apologize for it. And one of those things that I, I love doing is is playing video games, and that's part of the reason we do this podcast. And it's a great it's a great escape, as as anyone who uh, you know is listening to this knows. And it's been a really good year for gaming. So it's it, you know, if it were last year, and that it wouldn't have been the pandemic would have been a little bit diff more difficult. I feel because there were a lot of great games to sink my teeth into this year, and. Yeah, I'm 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 thankful for the time. Uh, it was kind of weird the way it happened, but uh, I tried to make the most of it. So that's uh, that's what I'll say about that. What about what about some negatives, Joseph? You know, he he writes in and he says, "What terrible things that you learned would you be willing to share?" I 2020 has been such a negative year in general that I just don't want to dwell on anything anymore. I'm ready to get over it. So I really don't want to talk about anything negative. Um, you know, the whole year started off bad with the Australian fires, then the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and all those other people on that helicopter. And then it just has been a downward spiral since January. And I really am tired of being negative. I, I actually started, I haven't told you this, Kevin, but I actually started something last week um, being technology driven as we are i downloaded an app on my iphone um and i'm using it to uh there's a it's i'm meditating oh that's great um, i started meditating a little while ago i i've never done it and it's never been something that i've been like oh that's fucking stupid you know i don't believe in that but it's never been something that i've been drawn to to say that hey i i, I think that would be health healthy for me but um uh, for those friends that are close to me they know that i do have sometimes a short temper um I have ADHD. I just, I wanted to be able to 
in certain situations be able to reflect and be like, you know what, just let it go. It's okay. And it really has helped me. Um, so the meditating that I started last week, I hope I continue to be diligent in that. Um, because I'm going to try to take 2021 to really, um, I'm going back to school. I'm really kind of trying to take control of my life again. I want to get back in shape. I want to, uh, be a better father, a better husband and a better healthcare provider and a better student. I'm excited to start school again. So I'm just kind of just taking, I just, the negative of this year, I'm washing away with 2021. And so I'm going to feed into that, uh, the exciting things of happening in 2021 that I look forward to that he asks that that's it is just being a better, better me and getting rid of negativity. That's fucking awesome, man. I'm proud of you. That's, um, that's huge. Thanks, Not Steve. a lot of people have the self-reflection and the, um, self-awareness to make that choice, make that decision. That's, uh, that's awesome. I started meditating halfway through the pandemic. I've given up a little bit, but I need to get back to it. Um, it's fantastic. It's really great. It's a great way to sit with your thoughts or sit with no thoughts or, um, you know, just just be in touch with yourself and, and let things go. So, yeah, you're going to love meditation. Stick with it. It's it's a really great tool. Um, and uh, you're you're going to 20 2021 is going to be a great year. I have a, a really good feeling. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think I think as long as we all push through the bullshit that was this year and, and kind of all kind of make a cohesive decision as a society to, to just be better people, to treat people better, um, and to kind of mind our own business. I think a lot of people did a lot of none of that in 2020. And, um, I, I think sometimes sticking to yourself and minding your own damn business is, is more healthy than, than not. So, uh, hopefully we all can just be more productive in 2020, uh, one, but Josh, I thank you for writing in. Yes. This is a video game podcast. And Kevin, holy shit. The new gen is upon us. The Xbox Series X and all of its beefy power is met with the PS5 and its beefy power with, with the, the controller of the future, as many people are calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've already seen many reviews saying that the haptic feedback and, and the DualSense controller is the best controller that's ever been invented. Yep. Um, I'm excited for this generation. Um, I have not been able to acquire either one of these systems because I missed the pre-orders. I want to talk real quick about how this all started back in September when pre-orders went live for the, uh, they went live first for the PlayStation five, I believe was first, right? Yep. They went, um, and it was because it it was backwards. The PS five got reserved first and then the Xbox got reserved second, but the Xbox came out first. Yes. And, and what happened was, is they, they dropped, it was right after the PS5 event and, uh, uh, on Twitter, they were like, holy shit, pre-orders are up. And it was a day And they weren't supposed to go live. They weren't supposed to go live till the next day. And this was a good and bad thing. Um, because a lot of the bots that people went in and scooped up and are still scooping up. Uh, weren't able to necessarily grab all of them and more normal people were able to get them. But it was also tough for the people who had planned to take it off of work to be able to sit outside to acquire a pre-order, whether it was in person or online. So I was just lucky enough. I saw a random tweet on Twitter. I clicked on Wario64's um, <laughs> tweet and the this guy was like, I just pre-ordered mine, and he had a picture of his receipt in person at GameStop. 
and I'm lucky enough that I have a GameStop within a mile and a half of my house. So as soon as I saw that, I jumped into my car and sped down and uh, I, I acquired the second pre-order um, out of, uh, they had six or eight and I acquired the second one. And by the time I got in and got my pre-order, there was a line out the door. Uh, so I That's was crazy. I was fortunate enough to get one, and I I, I know how how fortunate I am <clears throat> to have one, uh, which which is making me appreciate my time with it even more. But yes, the we we do need to talk about this whole pre order and now ordering debacle because we knew there was going to be a shortage of consoles. Um, both Sony and Microsoft were upfront with that, basically saying. COVID is a, is a big reason why production has been somewhat stifled. But I think also these consoles, uh, specifically the PlayStation 5, is a little harder to build. Um, so I think, I think that's playing into it as well. And it, it, it sucks, man, because I, I know, you know, you've been, we've been texting back and forth for the last few weeks uh, with you trying to get one and trying to acquire the pre-order. And I want you to talk a little bit about how these websites are working and, and how far you generally get with before they say that, you know, they don't have any more or, or whatever it is. Uh, so yeah, take the floor and talk about that. Cause I'm, I'm interested to hear all the details. Right. You have, uh, luckily not had to worry about this problem. Um, the, the thing I want to touch on first is the whole pre-order to begin with, the way it started back in September. Um, and, and I know I've talked about this on the podcast, but, you know, with your situation, you were able to go right there and saw it. I, too, saw the tweet, but I was on an ambulance in another town waiting for a child to be delivered into this earth. And I, I, I always I told my wife the other day, you know what, I I have no ill will towards anybody. But goddamn, did that kid have to be born that day? <laughs> Like he couldn't have waited. He couldn't have cooked in the oven a little bit longer or been born the day before. It had to be on my fucking ship. It just reminds <laughs> me of Dr. Cox in the very first episode of Scrubs where he's like, why does this guy every day have to die on my lunch? <laughs> like, it was just because I couldn't I couldn't leave to go get a pre-order. I couldn't I, I, I halfway was tempted to leave the regional hospital I was because there was a GameStop in the town I was at. Take the ambulance, go get a pre-order and I'd drive and go pick it up in this town if I had to. Uh, but unfortunately I was not able to get a pre-order because I wasn't able to go to a GameStop and, uh, they did sell out in, in a matter of minutes. And, um, I feel like that is not on Sony. Sony is only allowed to say, Hey, this is when we're starting it. They, they have control of the online pre-orders, but they do not have control of what a retail facility does on their own. And so Walmarts and, and, and GameStops started then because they knew it would dry. And especially GameStop is a, is currently a sinking ship. And so they, they were doing everything they could to bring in that revenue. And they, they took advantage at the bit on, on that, uh, pre-order debacle and went ahead and live with them. And so that, that's how it started for me. Now we fast forward to this, the consoles came out on the 10th and the 12th and, I have tried every day. And when I say every day, I have tried every day. While we are recording this podcast, I even have uh, Twitter open right now uh, for Wario64's um, tweets to see if I can maybe get one here while we're trying to record. Um, it has been insane because uh, Walmart 
they went up when was their first thing it was like last week um their their online orders started a week ago and they had different slots of times they had a a noon like a 2 p.m a 4 p.m and a 7 eastern time and they were sold out literally in seconds i was there on the websites and the website would just crash what's happening is it's just getting overloaded with people um walmart they don't have the server capacity to withstand some of this which is crazy to think that a a retailer as big as walmart would be wouldn't be able to uh you know use multi-servers and help help with some of these crashes but i they just don't and so when they, they get too many people on the website it overloads their servers and the website won't load multiple times. I have been in the checkout process and the screen will, uh, there'll be a little screen that pops up and it's like, Oops, sorry. Our, 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 uh, website seems to be experiencing issues. Please try again later. You just have to keep refreshing and refreshing and refreshing. And yesterday they went live again at 3 PM and I tried again and I got as close as I've ever gotten. I got all the way to the processing payment, not just the checkout in the cart where it was freezing. I was actually through that, put in my shipping address info. I had all this info saved um, and it was processing payment and it still did not go through. Uh, by that time it finished loading because this, the whole website was overloaded with people. A little blip popped up while it was processing payment and it said, uh, Sorry, but our pre-order, our PlayStations are out of stock. Um, During this time yesterday, I was attempting to get an Xbox Series X at the same time. Because yesterday, uh, Series X and PS5 both went live at the same time on Walmart. So now you have even more traffic trying to get both of those, people trying to get both of those consoles. And it was uh, just didn't work out. Same thing happened on the Xbox for me. And that has been the day-to-day struggle. Um, There is other things that... uh, you can do like I've, I've been on target and Best Buy and GameStop and Amazon uh, checking their stock daily. It's honestly, it, it is luck of the draw. Um, you, you're, you basically have to commit yourself to sitting at a computer desk, refreshing a page for 12 hours a day is what you'd have to do. And nobody has time to do that. No. Um, the, the, the thing with bots and you'll see if you don't understand what people mean by that, when they say, what's all the bots doing these People have software that they can use to access a website and all it the software does is constantly reloads. It has it has a account with probably a, a limitless credit card. And what it what they'll do is it'll just constantly reload, constantly reload, and then when it becomes live, it's usually faster than most people are, and it's able to buy in bulk all all of the uh, pre-orders that they have for sale. And multiple people are doing this. And I think they've most websites have been good about limits, limiting per, one per purchase. But when you have multiple scalpers out there with the same type of software, it doesn't matter. People are going to buy these up in seconds, in droves. And then you're, you're seeing the likes of them being sold on eBay and Amazon for like $1,600, which is outrageous. And please, if you're listening, do not pay more than what these consoles are worth for multiple reasons. A, if you're going to spend twelve over $1,200 for a PS5 or Xbox, just build a PC yes. at that point. And B, the only reason there are scalpers is because people are buying them for these prices. It's up to $17.99 now. It started with $12.99, and I've seen it upwards of $17.99 to $18.99 on Amazon. 
people are paying these prices. Kevin, I was on Amazon yesterday and they had three PS5s. All all of them were priced $17.99. And all of them, now if you go to Amazon, they are not there anymore, which means somebody paid that price. And and that's that's the problem with scalpers. Do not pay this price. They exist because people because there's a market for it. People are going to pay it. Um, if they if they didn't pay it these prices, they would be scalping them at way less prices or not at all. And so people, I understand people getting mad at the bots and the scalpers and things like that. Be mad at the people that are buying it because that's why that, that problem exists. I, I agree. I, I mean, fuck both of those people. <laughs> There's no yeah no fuck them both I hate them both there's there is no reason why you should spend that much money on a on a console it's it's absurd it's absolutely ridiculous and if you're if you're a scalper like God get a fucking real job man just it's so yeah, like it's I, so awful and you're you're just cheating people. You're cheating people, and uh, you know maybe you can justify it because like, well, they're okay with spending that much money, so it's not a big deal. Fuck you, man, because there yeah, are no. so many people who are not going to be able, who who have been saving up money for such a long time to buy a next gen console, an Xbox Series X, and and you are preventing them from having it just because you want to make a buck. It's it's trash, man. It, it's just it's garbage, and it every time I see that stuff like i'm trying to sell my old ps4 because i'm gonna keep my pro i'm selling my old ps4 and i'm trying to sell it for like you know around 140 150 bucks but every time i go on there i see these ps5s you know here in orlando you know buy buy ps5 for two thousand dollars and i messaged a guy and i was just like bro you're the worst type of person and they didn't respond but i was just like you're literally the worst there's no one out there worse than you because someone's going to buy there that, was a guy, and he's going to make an insane there, profit on it. Yep. There was a guy on Wario64's tweet yesterday um, that was saying, I have a PS5, message me for details. I'm wanting twelve ninety nine. My mother has cancer, and I'm trying to pay for her surgery. And the comments on it were just fucking gold. I put I put the first gift. For, I was able to get the first comment on there. I put the gif of Ron Burgundy going, I don't believe you. <laughs> and, <laughs> And and multiple people were like, well, this 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 activity right here is cancerous. Yeah. And <laughs> like somebody even said, you know what? You're lying. We all know you're lying. I hope you get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just like because it is bullshit. And it's like even if that guy. Sure. Let's just say for fact, for instance, that maybe he's telling the truth. The fact that he is trying to to okay you, you needed money for that but, but why'd you buy a ps5 in the first place it right should. it's just it's but so that's stupid. that's that's not the case he, he's lying he's of a scalper course. or he's just trying to be a troll on the internet and it's i i get why sony and microsoft went this route because think about it what do we what do we see every year that is the biggest the consumerism is so disgusting in this country. Uh, I hate Black Friday. I've always hated Black Friday. Uh, it's it's a disgusting holiday, in my opinion. I've always felt like if you need to save $400 on a TCL 4K TV to fight and elbow your way through a Walmart, maybe you probably shouldn't be trying to buy a 4K TV at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I've always felt that way about about Black Friday, and I get why they did it, because we're in a pandemic. They knew that if these consoles were on the shelves, that it would just be a bloodbath. And with COVID, Sony and Microsoft both did the smart thing by not allowing uh, 
people's lives to 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 extensively be on their conscience. You know what I mean? Yep. Because what happens when somebody gets COVID because they were fighting over a PS5 and then their grandma dies? Like, I could totally understand why Sony and Microsoft did not want that backlash. And it is a day and age where suing somebody, you can sue for nothing. Yeah. I totally could see somebody saying, I got fucking COVID trying to get a PS5 and they're trying to sue Sony and Microsoft now. Yeah. Totally could see that happening. Yep, me too. The problem with it is none of these retailers have software in place. The only one that I've seen try to be somewhat proactive has been uh, PlayStation Direct, where they uh, sell their consoles on their own website. And I've tried there too. And they've actually, they didn't have it for the first three days, but they they have implemented a CAPTCHA, you know, where you have to Mm. pick uh, to prove that you're not a bot. But that being said, there are certain softwares that can still get around those things. Oh, yeah. Uh, but at least it's better than nothing. But places like Walmart, Best Buy, Target, Amazon, they have nothing in place to combat this. And it's because uh, capitalism, they don't care, right? They're moving merchandise through their site. It's getting sold regardless. They're, why Why would they spend money to develop an anti-software to keep that from happening when it would A make the console sell slower and you know it it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense from a capitalism standpoint to to do that they don't care either way right it sucks but that's the reality of it um yeah i i I, it's been very frustrating i have tried to get both of these these systems and it it has just been to no avail and i'm 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 almost at the point where i'm not i have kind of slowly you you know i have my uh, my apple watch right now and you probably hear it because i do have my notifications turned on for wario 64 um (laughs) because and if you don't know uh, it's at wario 64 w-a-r-i-o 64 uh it's a group of people i believe um that kind of basically sniff out the best deals in gaming and electronics. And so anytime he's been the best go-to for like when something goes live. And so it kind of helps negate that ability to, uh, to sit there and have to refresh a page or search yourself. Um, I have gotten very close, uh, but like just now he just tweeted out ghost of Tsushima is 19.99 at Walmart. So, which that's it amazing price yeah buy that <laughs> yeah I, th- I actually think i'm gonna go on there right now while we're recording this and get that because everywhere else is selling it for 40 yeah that's so. a that's a really good deal and and here's and here's but, the deal with with all this stuff too and and i uh, you can there are games obviously that you can play on these next gen consoles um that are enhanced um, but there are a very few that are actually built from the ground up for these new consoles. And, and, and yes, they play really well, um, but don't get discouraged and don't, you know, don't lose hope because there will be more stock. I think after the new year, there'll be another big push um, of a bunch of consoles and, and everyone will be able to get their hands on it. It fucking blows uh, that, that COVID is a thing and that this is the way they're choosing to go about things. I mean, I'll tell the story about, you know, picking it up and, and everything when when we get to, you know, the PS5, my PS5 section later on. But it's uh, it sucks. I mean, it sucked to see um, people not getting what do you, it. What do you think? What do you th- what do you think about? Um, are, are you OK with it being this way or do you, do you have any idea of what could be done better to combat this? Yeah, they need to they 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 needed to have production 
ramped up from months ago. They needed to, they, they just needed more consoles um, because they were, they were letting us know about four months out. Hey guys, they're, they're not going to be that many. Hey guys, you know, it's going to be, it's probably going to be online only. Hey guys, you know, COVID-19 is really impacting production in China. Hey guys. And, and it was just one thing after another where they were trying to warn us that these consoles were going to be hard to get. And, and I think a big thing is, first of all, they need to start getting some sort of anti-bot. And I know that obviously it will never happen, but that is a, that is a huge issue is that these guys are getting these consoles and they're buying 10 to 15 at a time. And, and when you multiply that by however many scalpers, there are scalpels, scalpers, there are out there, (laughs) scalpers out there, um, you see a massive number of consoles being locked in someone's basement. Um, and that's not cool. And, and they need to figure out next time a way to do that real quick. This is just how crazy the internet is, right? Like I just talked about that deal for, for, uh, ghosts. Yeah. When I got, when I was trying to buy it just now, uh, there, it had six available. When I hit checkout, it's out of stock. Damn. So it's just like, it's just, it, there's so many the demand is so high and I, I don't for the life of me and I understand the bots and I understand the the thing and I understand COVID probably impacted the manufacturing of these consoles and uh, we're going to get into here in a minute uh, talking about some of the bugs that they're both having because that's what happens when things are kind of slapped together quickly you don't really have enough time to R&D everything um, but I feel like there should be, if they're doing online only, they got to know that people are going to be slamming these websites and why in the fuck in 2020 are target Amazon GameStop Best Buy and Walmart. My only options like, and even the direct websites, it's just crazy to me. I don't think I remember. And maybe it's because gaming has been so mainstream on, on, I bought a PS five and an Xbox or a PS4 and an Xbox One, day one, both of them, in person, I went and bought my Xbox first, and then about eight hours later, I went to Walmart and got a PS4. Both were just sitting there in the store, didn't didn't reserve it, got it, boom, done. I just, I just don't remember a console launch that's been this fucking insane. Yeah, it, it's, it's unprecedented, and I think... You know, I think the Wii had massive issues too, right? There weren't a lot of Wiis at the beginning, and Switch was was the, similar. Switch was similar. I remember three, getting your hand on a Switch was really fucking hard. The 360 was extremely rare. I, I, I when I got a 360, I think it was a year. I think it was like around the time the PS3 came out because the PS3 launched a year later right. than the 360. And I tried to get an original 360 at launch, and I, I could not find one until after I bought a PS3, which launched a year later. Like they were just that hard to find. So it's not, I granted, is it that bad? No, it's not quite there yet, but I just, I feel like as mainstream gaming has become, I just don't feel like these companies were as prepared as they were. Um, I have an article here. Um, Phil Spencer is sorry for Xbox series X and S stock shortages. That's a mouthful. Uh, thanks for naming these consoles. So fucked up, Mark Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. uh, this comes to you of VG247 via Alex Calvin. Uh, Microsoft's new Xbox consoles are out now, but it's proving quite hard to get your hands on one. The head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has apologized for the lack of Series X and Series S hardware available, stating 
we need more consoles. The number one request I get over and over is it's so hard to get consoles right now. And I really apologize for that. We've been building them for almost two months and trying to get as many in stores as we can, but the demand is just so high. The Xbox Series X and S launched on November 10th around the world following the release. Spencer said on Twitter that it has sold more consoles on this day than any other period in the company's history. Earlier in the year, Xbox said that there had been there had been record-breaking demand for its new machines at retail after pre-orders went live. So this kind of just gives you an idea that the Series X has only been in development, like as far as manufacturing. Two months. Sold. Two months. So that's 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 quite a small amount of time. And I'm 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 willing to bet bottom dollar. PlayStation isn't that far ahead of them as far as many as they've been I, developing. I don't think so. They did. At all, yeah. Jim Ryan did state that they were uh, the goal was to have more PlayStation fives available at launch than PS fours. I'm not buying that. I, I think that was said early or towards the end of summer, maybe first of August ish, I think is when he said that. And the reason I'm not buying it is because, like I said, I went in day one and walked into the store and bought a PS four just sitting there so i i don't know if i can totally buy that they they followed through with that and now i'm wondering how close are we to being out of stock completely their warehouse is not having any for sale how close are we to getting to where i won't be able to acquire one until maybe april i don't know i i'm afraid that that could be a very real possibility I think it is. I, I think I think here, if I'm not able to get one before the, I will say before Christmas, I don't think I get one until spring. It's possible. I mean, I don't, I, you've got to think that they're ramping up production because they see that um, demand is so high. And I don't know whether they're going to outsource it to another country, to another this, to another, I, I have no idea, but. Um, they definitely need to do something to get a little bit more of, of good back in players' good graces with with all of this because if if people want your console, they, they you should have enough stock to buy it. I mean, look at Apple, right? Like the new iPhone every year, it very rarely sells out. <clears throat> they have enough stock. Like Apple, Apple knows that demand is going to be super high, and they build it and they manufacture it properly. And the, I know that COVID has drastically changed things. And I think if COVID wasn't an issue, I think there would be a lot more consoles around. But I also don't know that these companies want to come out and flat out say, hey, it's because of COVID. Um, Because then they're going to get a lot of other people looking at them saying, well, you know, You've known about this console and it's been built for this amount of time. Why didn't you ramp up this? Why didn't you figure out another way? Why didn't you, you know, so I think they're just trying to play it cool and say, oh, well, we got some, you know, we still have this going and that going. And I think Phil, even in back in like March or May, right around the time we started this podcast, he was talking about the Series X was going to be very highly impacted by COVID-19. And so. I know that, yeah, I agree with you. I know that's an issue. Um, I think part of the main 
problem. Um, I think there's a ton of PS5s and Xbox Series Xs that are in the wild, but can't be sold because people are being smart and not buying them for eighteen hundred dollars. Uh, the the online only that that has sparked that scalping issue, and I think I'm not saying that there's millions of them out there, but there are probably hundreds of them um, available for purchase right now, but can't get into the hands of people. Um, because they're just not, I'm not going to play Like I could go on eBay right now if I wanted to. Um, but I'm just not going to, I, I want to see right now while we're doing the podcast, what is the highest price of a PS five on eBay right now? PlayStation five. It, it's just, it, it's anti-consumerism. It, it sucks. 1799, 1699. Yeah. Looks, right under looks two like grand is basically what I've seen. And I think that there's a limit that you can sell. I don't know if it's based on weight or based on electro electronic components, but I think there is a limit to where you can of something you can sell and charge for. And I may be completely wrong about that, but it's just, it's so, it's just disgusting to me because I want these consoles so bad. I want, so it's kind of back up um, with what I, we had talked about both on both of us on this podcast to talk about building PCs at one point. I have a PC right now. I'm doing it from this podcast from it obviously uh it's really it's decent it's mid mid tier by this point you know four years ago it was considered probably upper tier uh, but now it's probably mid to lower um because of the graphics cards and the components that are out nowadays but it's gonna be it's gonna be my wow machine because i can run world of warcraft on a toaster and so i think this is gonna be good for wow for a while to come and I'm, I'm going to use it for school. I bought it. I put, I installed a new SSD the other day in it. And I think, um, I've just been seeing so many reviews on the power of the series X. The graphics card is comparable to a 2080, 2070 yeah. super, which is very, very good. Um, more than capable of 4k 60 on a lot of things. I think because of that power that I, I think that the PS five is going to be my kind of exclusive machine. Cause like, you know me, I've got to play demon souls. Like I'm itching to play demon souls. Yeah. Um, but definitely I'm going to, I want to play cyberpunk on an Xbox series X and I think side by side. I don't know. After, after, similar. after I talk about the controller, I don't know if you're going to want to. Oh, I know, I know, and I believe me that 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 is the caveat, right? The 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 the, the dual sense is being touted as one of the by by even by Digital Foundry, uh, IGN, these non biased websites. Um, they they are touting this dual sense is is the praise for the PS Five. Now, I think I've said on this podcast multiple times you, the difference is going to be negligible negligible in most games when you're when you're seeing side by side. I've watched a side by side comparison of Valhalla. Uh, with Series X and PlayStation 5, and both are running at kind of, they're not running at a total native 4K, uh, especially the PS5. It's kind of checkerboarded rendering, uh, but they're still both able to hit near 60 FPS constantly. Yeah. At, at, and at that resolution and in that game, that game, I, I didn't give two shits about that game, but it looks so damn gorgeous that I want to play it on a 4K TV that if I do get a Series X or a PS5, that's definitely want to be one of the first games I play on it. I'm going to play it just just because how gorgeous it looks. Yeah. And I want to see it running in that fidelity. And there's just something to be had. Of, I've, I've always grown up, like I've gotten pretty well at mouse and keyboard, but there's just something that feels good about playing a video game with a controller. And I'm, I'm, I'm more of thinking of investing in a 1440p monitor um, that's uh, 
144 hertz capable uh, for my PC gaming because I'll play Destiny on PC. But I'd like to, I'd like to play COD on PS5, and I don't want to play Call of Duty on a TV. You know what I mean? I'd like yes. to play it on a monitor, just 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 for the competitive advantage of being uh, a smaller screen and closer up to it. Yeah, um, alone. But so I, I think that's kind of where I'm headed now is getting both consoles and maybe a, a 1440p monitor. But uh, it, it's it's crazy, right? Like both of these consoles are so good. And we we doused Microsoft for about half a year on this yeah. podcast. And I want to talk about them for a minute. And the fact of Games Pass and the fact of the Xbox Series S, just how ingenious it is the the this this the the available entryway into gaming through microsoft is outstanding and if sony didn't have their exclusives i would say they would be selling this system by a mile ahead of sony right now i i think that xbox game pass is is a massive 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 value and i think the Xbox Series S is a brilliant low entry price point into 1440p gaming at high frame rates. And like you said, you know, you're going to be, if you invest in a 1440p monitor and why, like why, what you're not going to hook. So PlayStation five is not 1440p compatible. It's 1080 or 4k. That's it. And Xbox mm-hmm. is compatible. Both systems are compatible with 1440p because Microsoft understands that that's important for gamers. Where PlayStation Five, uh, you know, it, it's it, I'm very disappointed that there is no 1440p uh, support, which which Output leads me to option, be- yeah. option. So it, it leads me to believe that I'm most likely going to buy an X or an S um, and keep that at my at my desk, right? The, the thing is, though, I think with it being at, at a 4K support and not being native, I think that they can patch that through software to allow that. I think I, there'll be an update. I hope sure. so. I really do hope so, because that that is a massive <laughs> blow. I think that's a massive issue, because there are people that would knock down to 1440p if they wanted to, to get a solid 60 FPS with ray tracing, right? Instead of like Miles mm-hmm. Morales, where it's you're at you're locked you're a locked 30 4K with ray tracing, or you're a locked 60 4K without ray tracing on Miles Morales, right? For the performance mode. And it would be cool if you could have ray tracing with 1440p locked 60. Right? Like that yeah. that to me yeah. would be would be the chef's kiss. Um, but you know, uh, and Xbox will most likely be able to do that. Um, so, and the, the series S is a, is a, is really, really intrigued me. The more I see with it, um, the more I am interested in buying one. Um, obviously I want the X cause of the power and I think it looks really nice too, but, um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see down the line in the next few months here where I end up going. Cause they also have the installment plan, right? They have the payment plan. Yeah, which is another now, see, thing that Xbox has. That is the thing about that. I don't see that going live till next summer, and the reason why is because you can't get that right now um, because of the the demand for the consoles. By the time you were able, you have to actually get approved through. Uh, I think it's Chase. Um, you have to meet that credit check, and so that's going to cut 
some people out. But the the, the thing is, is why you can't access that right now is because these consoles are selling out in five seconds. So they're they're not even allowing that to be accessed right now because by the time you finish the process of applying for one, the console you were going to get is gone. So that they, they, they don't have that up, but that is a good point. The Xbox all access, that's an even better deal. Um, it comes with, if you're getting a series X, it's 34 99 a month. I think if you're getting a series S it's 24 99 a month and, uh, you pay as you go, you get the console shipped to you. It comes with a year of Xbox Live and comes with a subscription to Xbox Games Pass, which is built into that payment that you're doing for the console. Now, once the console's paid off, it goes to its $9.99 a month format, mm. but it's included in that purchasing. And and for people that can't, uh, maybe that they're waiting, they can't afford it Christmas time right now, that is an amazing deal. Like if you got somebody's birthday that's coming up, once they get more consoles available, Go go do that. Apply for that. Get that to where you can pay it off in in, a, in about a year or two, and a year and a half. I think is what it adds up to. And 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 you and you get it shipped to you the day you apply for it. And so I th- that is also just a genius. Phil Spencer is is I think he is my he's my uh, he's like the new Reggie to me. Like right. he's just he's he's doing things for gamers and and trying to do the best way possible the only knock that i really have on xbox right now is the games and i know people are like well they do have games look at all the studios they just bought okay but there's no games out right now the the problem with xbox is all the studios they got from bethesda they've got to develop all those games first halo is not ready we don't know when it'll be ready and they literally Um, just fired the the or the artistically left didn't he uh, well, from not Halo. even that. The the the, Who was the project, not just project the artistic manager. lead. He was he he was the he was the lead project developer. Jesus left. Christ! And I mean, that's not good news. I think, but they did just get back a guy from Bungie, um, back to three four three. He and now he is the lead art designer for uh, Halo. So uh, they did they lost somebody, but they got somebody really good back. And it's a shame that that guy has left uh, Bungie and Destiny. Um, but he is back working with uh, Microsoft and 343 again. So and on Halo again, which he, the dude's known for. So uh, I think uh, part of that was kind of the, the complaints you saw with the graphics department on that on that game. But the point I'm making is Series X is going to be is a is going to be a phenomenal console. If I ca- if I can't find a PS5 right now, because the only reason I want a PS5 is for Miles Morales and Demon Souls. <clears throat> if it wasn't for those two ca- games, I could care less which console I got first. But I'm trying for a PS5 first. Can't find it. I'm going for an Xbox, right? Um, but I want to play Cyberpunk. So when Cyberpunk comes out, I might be going for the Xbox first before the yeah. PS5 once that game is out because I want to play that then. I I, I don't want to get it on my PC because I don't feel like I could get it. I could probably get it to 60, 1080 on my PC, but I want to be able to play it in a better fidelity and, and, and also at 60. Yeah. No, near, I, near 60. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll probably run for, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Cyberpunk's going to run 4K 60 on on either one of those consoles. I just don't think it's powerful. Neither one of them are powerful enough. You're going to have to wait for the PS5 Pro. <laughs> oh my god, kill me. Which you know that's going to happen. Yeah. And no, you it, know we're going to fucking buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm literally sitting in front of my PS4 Pro right now with a PlayStation, regular PlayStation in the fucking living room. So, 
Yeah. Oh, I I know. I'll buy it. I, they they got me. I'm hooked. I I just feel like Microsoft is is handling next gen a little bit better than PlayStation is right now, but PlayStation still is doing their thing. I think they're doing they're coasting right they're coasting on the success of the ps4 um now jim ryan did say today i don't know if you saw this news but he did say quote unquote when asked about is sony will do anything in response to xbox games pass jim ryan said big news to come that's what he said today oh boy Oh boy. And so they already have the PlayStation Now Plus or whatever it is. Yeah, it's the PlayStation it's kind of Plus big. collection is what they call it. And that is a great deal for newcomers to PlayStation, right? They're, say you got a PS5, you're, you're coming over from Xbox One. Um, it's a great deal because you're getting all these games included, like like The Last of Us. Uh, I don't think the newest ones like Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two are in there, but like there's games like The Last of Us Remastered, God of War, Spider-Man, all these games that are so known for being PlayStation exclusives that made the whole last generation great are there available from the get-go on PS5 right now, correct? Yeah, Spider-Man is not. So it's it's, it's <coughs> Persona, it's um, God of War, it's Bloodborne. Mortal Kombat, it's Bloodborne, it's, uh, I said The Last of Us already, it's, um, I said Persona, uh, Days Horizon. Gone, uh, is Horizon on there? It yeah, it, it is. Okay, Horizon. I mean, these are all Persona is an 120-hour game in amongst itself, and not only is it, it's it's also really fucking good. And I'll talk about that later. I've been playing a little bit of it, but it it's just like I I'm sitting there. I'm like, what game am I going to download next? I haven't played Days Gone. I need to play Days Gone. I'll probably play that on my on my PS5. Um, you know, I'm I I've been taking my time with Miles Morales because I like it so much. I don't want it to end. Um, so I literally have just been trying to do all the little things and keeping the story going, you know, at a, at a reasonable pace. But there are, if Sony can come out and do something similar to game pass, uh, it's going to be really interesting because at that point, you know, the, the, the value of Xbox and PlayStation, as far as games go, will be, will be neck and neck. Uh, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to figure out what console you want to play it on. And you're, uh, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, UI, controller, um, ecosystem, where your friends play. So that is where the hard choices come in. But if if we're at a point where we have to make a tough choice, that means, guess what? Gaming is doing fucking well. Like, there is no mm-hmm. other greater compliment than i don't know which one to buy they're both so damn good and i think that's kind of where we are yeah i i think you're i think you're good either way Uh, either way you go to start off with i'm i've owned every playstation console since launch of ps1 and i've actually owned every console uh launch day i've been able to get a ps1 a ps2 a ps3 ps4 on launch day except for ps5 and it's sad it sucks uh, for me being the game enthusiast that i am but that's life right uh i got an xbox 360 about a year after it launched i never owned the original xbox and i got an xbox one launch day last year or last gen um i'll get both of these eventually when i can i'm not too worried about whichever one i pick up first what i am worried about kevin and we'll talk to you about your ish if you've had any issues which i don't think you have uh, when you go and do your review of the PS5 of your own personal experience. But 
there have been problems reported on the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, a lot of them, there have been a lot of smoke and mirror, uh, vape smoke, if you will. I don't know <laughs> if you saw that with the, the Xbox yeah, Series X. It, it was awesome. Did. And then Xbox had to come out and tweet. I can't believe we're tweeting this, but don't blow vape smoke into your Xbox, please. And so if you don't know about this, there was a video online of the top of an Xbox smoking or appearing to be smoking. Uh, but somebody blew in vape smoke into the disk drive port and it was coming out the top. And I'm like, you fucking idiots. It's going to give your like Xbox this, this... popcorn lung. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, it's kind of in, in, in vain of the, have you seen the videos of like when the PS4 launched and people that buy iPhones, uh, they'll, they'll go out, they'll be at the front of the line in Best Buy and they'll walk out and you'll just see the line going down the street and they'll just take it, it open in front of the people and just smash it on the ground. Have you seen any of these yeah. videos? Oh yeah. Fuck, fuck those people. It's entertaining <laughs> to watch, but fuck them. And that's that's kind of the same people that are like, why would you blow vape smoke into your fucking Xbox, you idiot? Dumbass. Um, but there have been reported issues. This is uh, via Game Rant. All the problems the PS5 and Xbox Series X have encountered so far. The PS5 and Xbox Series X have had their fair share of issues. These are the biggest problem issues they have had so far. Uh Number 14, data transfer. Uh, some unlucky gamers have encountered constant issues when transferring data over from their PS4 system. Specifically, this problem occurs when connecting two consoles through the USB ports. This problem has been said to occur when using the USB port in the back of the PS5 console. It has also occurred when connecting the consoles using an LAN cable. It has been reported that using the USB front port of the console can help with the problem. Another fix for the issue is a full factory reset, but that isn't only if the issue persists as it will delete all user data from the system. Kevin, real quick, I know we're not to the point in the podcast for you to talk about your experience with PS5. Did you transfer data from a PS4 to a PS5? I did, yes, but here's how I did it. So I didn't... I uploaded all, I only did it with my saves. I didn't want to pull any of the games from my old PlayStation 4 onto uh, my PS5. I I was like, fuck that. I I want to start fresh. But, excuse me, what I did do was I I uploaded everything to the PlayStation Cloud, all of my saves, and then I downloaded Mm -hmm. them. And it took, and that's what I was gonna plan on doing anyway. I heard about people doing the the wired connection, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking upload all my fucking. I have so many video games on my goddamn PS4 that only like four of them are gonna fit on the PS5. Yeah. So I didn't plan on doing that anyway. I did plan on if I say, for instance, if I did have Ghost of Tsushima and I wanted to play it on PS4, if you own that game, like, uh, digitally through the library, you can just, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm assuming it works the same as PS4. You just go to your library, purchase games from the PlayStation store, right? And you can download there. Yep. Absolutely. It acknowledges that that your account owns it, correct? Yes. So why wouldn't people just download it from there? And if you're a PlayStation plus subscriber, you have, I think 500 gigabytes of saved data to the cloud allotted to you or something like that. It's like a hundred, but it's a lot. Yeah. That's and, and save data is not as much as a full game, so it's only like uh, upload. A uh, save data is like megabytes, yeah. And so I think you're allowed like a hundred megs or gigs to to the cloud. Upload it and download it there. And so I, I don't understand why people are are hardwiring their PS fives to PS fours. That just seems like a waste of time. It is. I don't know why anyone's doing that. Start fresh. It's a brand but new a, console. 
But apparently that is an issue. So if you do end up getting one of the lucky few people uh, that I hate that got a PS5 <laughs> um, get, getting mailed to you right now, make sure you you download from the cloud and just uh, you know if you're if you're a play, PlayStation Four user, just just go to your library of games that you already have, or insert the disc if you have the disc version, and and go from there. Uh, number 13, Xbox Series X automatic shutdown. Microsoft fans have voiced their disappointment about this rather serious X problem. It appears as though some systems have been shutting down on their own. It is reported that this problem only occurs when booting up a game. It is also reported that this problem isn't games, is not game specific. It has happened for every game from Black Ops Cold War to Watch Dogs Legions. There haven't been any reported fixes for this issue except for rebooting the console and praying that it doesn't happen again. It is possible that this could be a hardware issue. Let's hope that it isn't. So I, I haven't heard that one yet. Um, that does hopefully it's a lot of these are this, this, these are things that happen on console launches, right? Yeah. Um, most of these issues can be fixed with firmware patches. Some cannot, if it's a hardware issue, that means you're kind of fucked. If, if you're, if your console bricks, you've got, I think what, what is the warranty that came with your PS five? Is it for a year? I have no fucking clue, man. You better have saved it and checked that box. <laughs> I, I've got I've got the box and I've got the receipt and I did get um I'm pretty sure I did get insurance on it through GameStop for like fifty bucks or sixty okay. bucks or something. And, and f- for sure, to people waiting to purchase this, if if you can, I know that it may make that because I, I think it's like a twenty five dollar tax. It's around that for a five hundred dollar console. It's going to be about twenty four to twenty five dollars tax, mm-hmm. and then you know another twenty five ninety nine or. $38, depending on where you're doing the protection plan from. Go ahead and get that because you just don't know. It yeah. is a new console launch. They may, these first systems have, we do know now that they pretty much were slapped together in about two to three months. Who knows what issues anybody could come up with. Your PS5 might be different than the one that I'm going to get. And it, it just, it might not just work. And so I think all consoles have, I think, a six month or three month warranty to them. But once that's up, that's it. And you're out $500 if something were to happen over the, over the wear and tear of that system. So get the extended warranty, get the replacement plan. If you can, uh, number 12 PS five external hard drive issues. This is a big one that I've heard. A lot of people have problems with, with PS five players have reported even more problems with transferring data from their PS four to PS five. This time it does not involve the USB port, but rather an external hard drive. Players have reported that while transferring data to the PS five on an external hard drive, that their data has gotten corrupted after the data gets corrupted. It is gone for good. And players watch out for this bug is as an easy fix. Some reports of external hard drives being connected are causing the PS five to not go into rest mode and to brick the console. So if you have an external hard drive, which I do for my PS four pro, uh, don't disconnect it and plug it into your PS five to, to use that same save data, saved game da- data, try to use the cloud if possible. Yeah. Don't do that. Do shit. you have an external hard drive to your PS five, Kevin? Uh, not to my PS five, but I have one for my PS four and there's no way in hell I'm plugging it into my PS five. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like I, I'm, I'm a real stickler at the beginning of these console generations. And, and when I get anything new, I like it to be new. I don't, I don't like to put old things on it. That's just not how I work. Um, I, I have external hard drives and all that stuff for shit on my computer and my PlayStation. Um, but I just moved, you know, my PlayStation pro in here in the office 
and um, I just unplugged and the you know the external hard drive that I had on that one put it in my my pro so now it's like two terabytes or whatever and uh, I'm good to go I don't I don't I don't need to put it in my PlayStation 5 there's literally no reason um, I use the cloud for the save game oh wow now I'm saying it saved game data uh, and 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 do it that way it took no time just don't don't fuck with it yeah for sure she's temperamental uh, this next <laughs> yeah you got to be careful with her she's she she's delicate she's beautiful she's, but she's delicate and she thick and she thick <laughs> uh this next issue i kind of called this one i had a feeling this was going to happen and i think this is microsoft's issue with letting uh two controllers be uh from previous generations being used uh xbox series x disconnecting controllers this problem briefly appeared on xbox one consoles, so it could be possible that my that microsoft will be able to fix this problem easily players have been experiencing a controller issue that causes their controllers to miss mysteriously disconnect while in use even though being fully charged i think this is going to be easily corrected with a firmware update i think that as you know the series x is compatible with xbox one controllers uh xbox one elite controllers and i've even heard xbox 360 wireless controllers can be compatible with it so um i i I think being able to uh, having that much trying to bluetooth and connect to multiple controllers i bet is part of that problem i agree because it's not proprietary you know what i mean i mean it it is but it's it's it may think that it's trying to search for something else so there might be an issue where somebody may still have their 360 or xbox one and the xbox one is like in a in a rest state and but the controller is hardwired to that xbox and it's charging and your xbox series x is in another room it could be sensing the other controller yes um ps5 has also had reported connectivity issues um 4k resolutions have been issues have been reported on the series x uh download queue issues from the playstation store on the ps5 uh xbox series x app issues not launching uh this is a big one that i want to read real quick and i want to talk to you about kevin i've heard about this and i want to ask you if you're doing this number six ps5 rest mode crash players have reported a huge error with the ps5 that can lead to the system being bricked this error happens when putting the system into rest mode players have reported that putting the console into rest mode has caused the system to crash after the crash the database must be rebuilt during this time is when the critical error can occur that bricks the console disabling rest mode helps prevent this problem from happening uh, apparently once it's rebuilding the database after crashing from rest mode some people have reported that it is completely locking up kevin do you keep your ps5 in rest mode or are you completely shutting down because of this reported issue um my ps5 is in rest mode right now and i'm panicking <laughs> <laughs> the sweat is dripping from his brow i always so use I, rest I, mode. I i so have you heard about this issue no this is the first time i'm hearing of it actually Apparently, this is one of the big ones, and I've been hearing this from quite a few people. Um, I would do some research after this podcast and look into it to talk, make sure you get a better opinion from somebody that's a lot smarter than me. Uh, But the way I look at it, rest mode is for something uh, you're going to be back in a couple of hours, right? Right. You're going to be back in the action. Uh, Most people, I don't think you should even put there. There was an age old superstitious that I don't even know why this was a thing, but I, have you heard about don't put a PC, don't shut a PC fully down. Just put it to sleep. Yes. That's actually terrible for PCs. Um, if you're not going to be planning on playing a PC 
or probably a game console at this point because they're more like PCs than uh, anything else. Just shut them down entirely. If you're going to be gone for more than, I would say, three to five hours, just shut it down. And that's just my personal opinion on it. Um, Anything that's in a sleep mode is still drawing power to that system, and that can actually add to wear and tear of a system. So my PC, I always shut down uh, at night. And then uh, the next day I'll come in and turn it back on. Uh, the old there, uh, it, it's some old wives tell about the process of turning a power back onto the PC is actually detrimental to it. And that is actually false. It's, I think even the Mythbusters even went into that once, but uh, my PS4 pro has been <laughs> with that being said, I think my PS4 pro has been in rest mode for about 18 days. Cause I haven't <laughs> turned it on and I forgot it was in rest mode. So I'm kind of, uh, going back on what i said uh but i I think that does add wear and tear to to systems so i you might want to look that up but that is one issue that i've heard is is happening a lot to ps5s is to try not to put it into rest mode until they come out with a better firmware update yeah, I definitely will not be putting it in rest mode anymore after this. After we're done recording, I'm a little but bit. But I would still, I would still, Kevin, I, I would strongly suggest just research that before you make that decision because it, okay. it could be the opposite too. I don't know. Maybe, maybe what if what if you do that and then you're going to a full shutdown every time to a full startup? Is that going to break your PS5? I don't want that to happen to you either. Yeah, so. I, I don't want my PS5 to break at all. I'd love to have it for years to come. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Xbox Series X smart delivery and quick resume has had issues of it just not starting. Uh, PS5 has had problems with a loud humming issue. Um, Xbox Series X game launch issues. Cameras not connecting to the PS5. Xbox Series X and 360 backwards compatibility game issues. So a lot of these, as you can tell just from hearing the problem stated in the name of it, these are all software issues get definitely going to get patched. I don't think there's been really too many reports of game breaking issues. I saw a video on Twitter of a guy that was playing miles Morales. And I don't know if you've seen this, but it was stuck on the screen of miles's face and the console itself was like, it sounded like a skill saw. Have you heard that? No, seen that one. It was, it was terrifying. And he he tweeted, he was like, yo, Sony, did I have it too close to my Xbox? Cause he had an Xbox series X next to it. (laughs) And so he was like, what the fuck? That's but, really um, funny. I, I think I think these will get lined out. Um, you know, I don't really have much else to talk about as far as the launch. I really want to get into the your experience with the PS5, and I think I'll start with that. Kevin, have you had any issues with your PlayStation Five? Um, no. Uh, the I have not. The only uh, I don't really know if this is an issue per se. Um, is that it's a little confusing that you have to choose between the PS4 and PS5 version of certain games. Um, I've heard that. Now, that's not necessarily an issue, um, but it is an annoyance, and that just kind of goes into the UI, which I'll, I'll kind of um, go and, and do a deep dive into the PlayStation 5's UI and what I like what I don't like and what I think needs improvement um, because that is a huge, a huge thing with it being backwards compatible and with the PlayStation store and integration and how things download because I downloaded cold war for instance, and it downloaded so- both the PlayStation five and the PlayStation four version 
of Cold War. So I actually had yeah. to go in and uninstall the PlayStation 4 version so that I knew and I was playing sure the PlayStation 5. Now, now, does it show PS5 on the UI? Like on the UI, does it show that it's the PS5 version? How do you tell? It's It shows the PS4 version. So if you highlight over um, the game, it will say PS4. But if it's a PS5 game, it will say nothing. It'll okay. just say okay. Black Ops Cold War. So why don't we do this? I'm gonna I, first off. Do you have the the digital or the disc drive version? I have the all digital version. I went all okay. digital. Um, I I liked personally. I liked the way it looked better. Um, and I still have my PS4 Pro for any games I, I really want to play that I have on disc, which I haven't been buying anything, God, on a disc in years. Um, so I figured it was probably uh, safe to say that I can. Uh, Actually, is Destiny? Do I have Destiny 2? No, I downloaded Destiny 2. Okay, yeah, and it doesn't matter anyways now because, okay, whatever. But uh, there are very few games that I bought a long time ago that I'd want to play again on PS5. Um, so I figured I'd be pretty safe just going all digital. Um, and, you know, I'll kind of talk about when I when I went to pick it up. Uh, I was The store opened two hours early, so they opened at 10 a.m. And it was just for people going to pick up their pre-orders for PS5. Uh, so I showed up there around 9, 10, 9, 15, and there was a line of like 20 people ahead of me. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way all these fuckers got in-person pre-orders at this store. Like, there's no way, yeah, no way. right? No there's way. no way. Well, the guy from GameStop shows up and he's like, hey, if you don't have a pre-order, he's like, we don't have anything. He's like, we got nothing. We don't have controllers. We got nothing. We're out. Uh, and then half the lot, more than half the line, left and then there was just a selective six or seven of us standing outside in the rain mind you it was the day the tropical storm hit um oh, outside God. in the rain um with no no fucks given guy behind me had came in and uh, you know frankly he was high as fuck and uh you know he <laughs> he he brought a, a he brought a, a a lawn chair to sit out and uh it, we had it we had a fun time but you know it so i you know they brought in everybody one at a time because of covid i picked up um the console and i picked up an extra controller i always get very nervous with hardware at the beginning of uh console generation so i like to get two uh in case you know like we said something so, goes wrong with my dual sense and i'm not able to fucking play my playstation 5 um, time out there as as you go on and and discuss your experience with it i'm gonna you i'm gonna interject please. like you asked me to um, the first question I have is how much are the extra controllers? Are they $70, 75? Yeah, they're 70 bucks. 70. Yep. So same price as video games. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's and, I, 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 I can deal with that because I feel like it's a definitely a, it definitely looks like a higher quality controller than the, the, the DualShock 4, um, the, the haptic feedback, all the, all the ins and outs and gadgets and bells and whistles of it. That's only a $10 price point increase from how much DualShock 4s are. So that, that's not bad. And the controller is is bomb. Like it's it's a great controller. Um, okay, so, for, so go so ahead I, and get, go back where you were. Okay. I want you to. I want the whole deep dive. I want you to take this thing home. Okay, how was that experience? Uh, so I I got it into my car. Um, they put it in a bag. It barely fits in a bag. Like GameStop, they're like, I don't know what we're gonna do. He's like, I I was a second person in the store. There was one guy ahead of me. He got the all digital version. I got the all digital version. And he was like, he's like, we only have one more. I don't. And this thing barely fits. He's like, the other box is way bigger for the disc version. I don't know how we're gonna send it to people, uh, <laughs> because it literally doesn't fit around it. Um, 
and it's raining. So I, I got back into the car. I buckled that shit in. No, I didn't. Um, I put it in the passenger seat. I, I brought it back home. <laughs> I, I, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. It really didn't. It didn't matter. Um, I could have walked it home if I really wanted to. Um, but I so I, I got it and I unboxed it. Um, and, it, uh, you know, I'll talk about the unboxing a little bit. It's it's not like unboxing an iPhone where, you know, it's like really sleek and sexy when you pull it out. And it just, you know, it, it's like it almost feels like it's vacuum sealed. You know, it's like it doesn't necessarily feel that way. Um, it smelt like new console. It had that new console smell plastic. I was going to ask. Uh- I was going to ask, did you sniff it? Oh, of course. You got to take a whiff. Um, and so I, I sniffed <laughs> I it. I can't. I had COVID. I can't smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is it still? That's still lingering for you? Yeah, I still cannot smell very well. Jesus Christ. Well, hopefully. It comes I mean, I do soon. smell as a human being. I stink, <laughs> but I cannot. The act of sense of smelling, I cannot accomplish. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So I, I pulled this thing out and I plugged it in. Um, and the boot up was very easy and quick. Um, the, the, the thing is fucking fast. Uh, that's something I, I, I want to stress right up front. Um, and, and Sony did an amazing job. I set it up with my, so, you know, you have to sign in and everything. I did it with my PlayStation app. So what I did was they had oh, a little yeah. QR code. I scanned the QR code or whatever. Boom. Signed in. Everything was there immediately. Super easy. That's awesome. Very convenient. I was thoroughly impressed with the setup process um so then they kind of go through and they give you a little uh controller demo right where it just kind of vibrates and you feel the haptic feedback and they're like oh my god you have your new controller great 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 so i went in and i immediately bought and started to download miles morales and i also downloaded all of my um save data uh to the console so Miles Morales only took about 45 minutes over Wi-Fi, mind you, um, to download. Uh, it was very, very quick. Wow. The The PlayStation's the download speeds are incredible on this thing. Um, they're just, I mean, it's probably six to seven times faster than downloading anything on a PlayStation 4. Yeah, that's, even I, PlayStation I have definitely 4 heard. Pro. And, and I, I'd heard that, and it makes sense to, yeah, to, I mean, to me, because it, it has uh, download speeds and everything is, is that's all calculated from the RAM inside and the SSD uh, that's working, that's running the software. So it makes sense that it would be faster. And then also than your, than your internet speeds. But yeah, the PS4 and the PS4 Pro were notoriously slow. So Ugh. that's, that's good news. Yeah, it's, it's really good news. I was, I was impressed. So then I, I, I want to talk about the look of it. Uh, here, let me go to my notes here. I have a bunch of notes. Let's make sure I don't miss anything. I'm kind of going outside in, right? Now, this thing is fucking big. Um, it Nothing will prepare you for how big it is out of the box, to be said. completely honest. Yes. it. I think it looks ugly horizontal. I have mine horizontal oh, yeah. in my... And, and it looks fucking ugly. But I think vertically, it looks beautiful i think it looks really really good vertically i think it looks terrible horizontal so when you open the box i'll backtrack a little bit it comes with a stand now that stand you can attach to it to be either vertical or horizontal but the stand itself is it feels a little uh, a little flimsy it gets the job done it's fine i'm not worried about the security of my console by any means but if you shift your console around a lot it's going to be a little cumbersome uh it, it the console has a, a lot of really neat details, and if you place it horizontally, 
the stand actually goes on the sacred symbols. There are sacred symbols etched into the side kind of of the PlayStation where you attach it. Everything is has been thought out very, very well with this thing. Um, it, it just it, it feels like a premium product. It looks shiny. How heavy the box. is it? It's heavy. It, it's it's it's. I mean, it's a chunk. Like she's thick, and uh, and I'm, I'm looking at one right now. And I mean, like I said, when this thing, when we did the the reveal of it, it looks like a tower. It looks like an Alienware PC, um, which makes sense of how heavy it would be. Now, I agree with you completely. I think the uh, it's it. I've seen it sit sideways, and it looks fucking terrible sideways. Especially people. I've got a friend that got one, and he's got the disc drive version, and he's got it sitting sideways inside an entertainment center. I'm like, that looks fucking terrible. That looks hair. That looks god awful. It is, and it, it looks I, bad. I can't for the life of me understand. I mean, I, I get it. The white kind of looks sleek and sexy, and I, I get that. But in a day and age where most technology that is in my entertainment center is black, I don't understand why they went with white. I would have liked to have seen this thing black, and I think it would have looked a little bit better. That's just my two cents on it. I I agree, and I think I think once the they get custom plates, which I know they're going to do, um, it will be different. I think it will drastically change. I will most likely go buy black ones immediately yeah for sure um mm-hmm. uh, i like the white i really do it's just everything else is black in my in my entertainment center i just kind of want to keep it that way um let me you see. know let it's sony back. you know what they're gonna do though right they're what? gonna release a black console that has the same specifications and then they'll release custom plates that are sony oh yeah <laughs> you know 100 I mean? that's oh, yeah, exactly yeah. what they're gonna do yeah they're gonna make their money always um so i i booted up after that uh astro's playroom and this game has no business being as fun as it is. Um, I have heard nothing but good things about this game. Kevin, it's, tell the world about Astro's Playroom. It's really, really, really cute. And it has unbelievable, and dare I say, Nintendo-like charm. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, a, it's essentially a tech demo for the controller. So let me talk about the look and feel of the controller real quick. It feels like an Xbox controller. It's heavier. It is a little bit wider. The PlayStation button that you have on your PlayStation 4 is... is, It's it's an actual button, but on the PlayStation 5, it's like a little pop-up button thing that is the PlayStation symbol. It's sleek. It's elegant. There's a mute button on it, uh, which is which is nice because then you can turn off the um, the the microphone that's built into the controller, which I'm I'm not a big fan of. That's the only thing I don't like on the controller. Um, but the touchpad is in a much better place. Um, it's it's a little bigger and easier to access, which is fantastic because you press it so many times when you're playing a game, especially an open world game to check the map or bring up the pause menu. Um, And it's just easier. It feels in your hand. It feels fantastic. It's just, it feels it's a premium product and it feels that way. Right Um, now I'm going to talk about the haptic feedback, right? Which is kind of the vibration uh, in the controller. Now, I'm going to talk about Astro Playroom. Astro's Playroom. When you walk on the sand, 
it feels different in your hand than when you're swimming in water or when you're being blown by an air vent. It all feels unique and it adds a sense of immersion to the gameplay uh, that a standard vibration can't. It is. It can vibrate from top to bottom, from left to right. From uh, it, it just. It has. It's so much more dynamic. It's. It's like if the switch controllers were on crack, and it. it you know the HD rumble, right? That switch has, and it, it's like that, but on crack I, I don't i don't know how else to describe it so, it's really and, and hard so it's not like a, it's not a it's not a it's not just a vibration that you're feeling throughout the whole console or whole controller it, it is like a sensation that it can mimic and yes feel that in your fingertips right yes you can feel it throughout your entire palm i'm trying to word this as least sexual as we can because yeah. you just said get blown by an air vent and so yes. my whole my whole brain is in the gutter right now <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, but it 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 the um, the level of immersion that you can get with a PlayStation 5 controller just from the haptic feedback alone and not talking about the adaptive triggers is is worth it. It's it's phenomenal and it it is hard to explain until you feel it. I listened to all those people, you know, you know, try to describe it or whatever, you know, before the console came out in reviews and it it what they said is true and almost every single one of them said it. So you got to feel it to believe it. And it is, uh, it is a big game changer for the industry. Now, I want to talk about the triggers, right? They have a lot of different mini games throughout the Astro Playroom mini games. You, you know, he jumps into like little suits, essentially. He becomes a monkey at one point. A couple other things. I'm not going to spoil anything. But the triggers give resistance in a way. Uh, that I wasn't necessarily expecting. I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna give us some some feedback, right? Like, okay, it's gonna be harder to press. Yes, that is true. But to the degree in which they do that is what's really, really interesting. Now, you can there's there can be a threshold where it's a little harder to press and then it's it's easy. There can be, it's hard from the beginning. There can be, it, it like kind of chunks like chick, 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 right on your, on your fingers. It's, it's dynamic. And the way guns play in call of duty is drastically different. Now, am I going to play competitive with the adaptive triggers on in call of duty? No, I'm not because it will put you at a competitive disadvantage uh, because it's a little harder to press the triggers, right? So that immediately means that your response time is going to be delayed um, regardless. But when I was playing, you know, I played a little zombies, um, with Astro's Playroom, there's different mini games, different things where you use them. You draw, you know, they they talk about obviously you draw a bow back, right? It feels different, and and it feels like something you've done a thousand times in a video game, but suddenly it's fresh, and that's something that's extremely unique to the PlayStation Five controller. And I, I said this on Twitter. I I truly think that this controller will sell consoles i think when people feel this especially people that play mainly single player games i don't see why you would want to play on an xbox controller now that the playstation controller is heftier and feels like an xbox controller in a lot of ways but also has these 
added features that can completely immerse you in the game. And yeah, I've 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 heard uh, um, Demon Souls in particular. The Souls games are uh, notoriously difficult, and one of the ways to kind of get around the difficulty is to time your parries and be able to parry and do extra damage. And I, I've heard that when you parry in Demon Souls on the PS5, it uh, you know that you've parried correctly just by the haptic feedback alone. Yeah. That's incredible to me. It it is. It does add a level of immersion. It, it feels starkly different. And, and Astro's playroom is an, is an example where, you know, that is something that can't be done on Nintendo, right? Like it's a Nintendo style game and it has charm and it has all of these amazing, amazing PlayStation Easter eggs, um, you know, I've, I'm not, I don't want to ruin anything because yeah, I, that's one, that's one thing I've heard. I've heard it's like you said, a, a, a tech demo for the controller. And it's also an ode to 25, 30 years of PlayStation. Uh, yes, there, there's just kind of a little bit of everything inside. Now, what I want to ask you about Astro's playroom, I've heard it's just phenomenally fun and it looks gorgeous, mm-hmm. uh, especially on 4k TV. I, this is just something I've kind of thought of from looking at videos of it. It reminds me of like a, of like, this could be, I think Sony needs to make a full fledged game of this. And this could be their answer to Mario. Yes. I think that, I think that they really have something here. And I think this studio, uh, which is a Japanese studio, of course, um, I, I feel like there is just charm that comes uh, out of the Japanese culture that uh, is very hard to replicate in, in other cultures. They just get it. Uh, I think that's why Nintendo is so I feel special. Like Jap- I feel like Japanese developers um, are the best at, at at pulling that inner child out of all of us with Japanese developed video games. Not the horror ones, not the weird waifu, big tit- titty anime gar- girl. <laughs> But I'm talking about like just games like Mario and Zelda, like they know how to pull that inner child out of you and and really kind of tug on the on the values that we as gamers hold dear. Absolutely. And this is a this is a perfect example of things like that. It's a perfect, perfect example. It's so phenomenally good Uh, and it didn't need to be like, you know, it's that old meme of like, uh, you know, you didn't have to do this for us, but but they fucking did that shit. They did it for us. Like, that's how it feels when you play it, right? Because it's the first thing you play on right. your console because it's preloaded. And you're going to play something on it while everything else is downloading. It's 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 amazing. Um, so, uh, you know, let me talk about the UI a little bit. Um, I've touched on the download speeds. Uh, they're fast. And, and, and the console is snappy. I mean, you don't wait for anything anymore. It's it's a big. It put it this way. It's so quick. I don't even notice how quick it is anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's literally yeah. so quick that it it it's faded into the background. I don't even. I'm not impressed by it anymore because it is that fucking quick. Um, you got used to it, and you're like, oh, this is how it should fucking be. Right. And then I come <laughs> over here and I load up my PlayStation Four, and I'm like, oh my god. You know, like it, I can be in Miles Morales in less than thirty seconds from a complete shutdown of my console. That's insane. That's it's, it's insane. Um, time is money and it, it definitely values your time, the console. So, okay, I'm going to switch to the UI. Now here's, here's the deal. The UI is not the best. It's good. And it's really, really fast, but it's a Sony UI. 
it's like there are weird quirks. I shouldn't have to select that I'm playing. I want to play the PS5 version of a game on my PlayStation 5. It should default to that. It, I, I shouldn't have to click the start button and go, go launch the PS5 version. No, no, no. I'm on a PlayStation 5. Why in the world would I want to play the PlayStation 4 version of my on my PlayStation 5? I, I don't want that. Yeah. Like, nobody wants that. That's stupid, right? And and they have the whole the card system. I want to talk about this card system, which is partially game help and news and this and that. And while it is all very cool works very well it also is weird and i don't know why it's there because i don't know that a lot of people are gonna truly use it it keeps up with trophies and it's neat but i it's it seems a little bit more like when you know just it's a layer for no reason you know it it, it doesn't bring a whole lot of functionality at least not yet um maybe it will be better implemented down the line but i i I don't know. I just, it's something's missing there. They haven't, they didn't nail it yet. Um, now mm-hmm. I want to, I want to highlight something else. So broadcasts have been better integrated. So now you can see like if your friend is, is streaming a game or let's say, you know, you don't know about a certain title and you want, you know, to see some gameplay of it, it will pull all that shit up for you right away. Now uh, it's very intuitive and it, and it, it, locates things quickly and it pulls things up quickly and it is user-friendly in that way now i've heard some complaints about people as well talking about well i don't know how um i don't know how to uh fucking um turn the playstation off it's like okay well yes it's a little bit more difficult than it was on ps4 but you literally just press the PlayStation button and scroll all the way to the right, and that, there's your turn off button. Like, it is really not that hard. I've seen people be like, well, "I like the way it was on PlayStation 4." Doesn't it? Like, isn't it? It's it's fu- it's fucking frustrating to me that these idiots have this system in their hands, and I'm still sitting here biting at the chop to get this fucking thing. It's 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 a it's a little wild to me. I just don't I don't quite understand it. Yes, it's not as easy as it was on PlayStation 4 and and they should probably switch it, but for people not knowing how to turn off your consoles, guys, we're in 2020 here. And and and, and the UI is a little antiquated, but it is not that bad. Like it is not that you antiquated. You should, get over you, it. you shouldn't you shouldn't be uh operating this technology if you're not ready to to handle it. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable um so and to, to that to that point i really want to say uh, to go back on all the issues we talked about earlier on the playstation 5 and xbox series x i feel like there has to be some correlation to user error there mm-hmm. just has to be the way people handle their shit the way they store it in in hot entertainment centers these consoles are big they're supposed to be cool they're they're made that way i've i've bought already um two matching stands on opposite sides of my entertainment center because my 65 inch TV covers the whole thing. I can't put both uh, Xbox series X and PS five up there, but I have matching stands that match my entertainment center that are going to, I'm going to have the Xbox series X on the left and the PS five on the right. And they're going to be stored in an open area to where they can breathe. And I'm going to gate it off from my two year old. (laughs) Yes. That's yes. But yeah, I, I feel like people, people have poor handling of these things. They don't, they don't do things the right way. Um, they don't read it. It's, it boggles my mind how many people don't read startup, um, menu, menus or, uh, user, uh, 
manuals that come with technology, that is actually a good thing to do to make sure you don't fuck something up. Yeah, just take your time with it, guys. I mean, I know, I, look, I was excited to get it hooked up and on and playing, but I, I made sure I read everything too because it's not worth it. It's not, it, it, you know, you know how hard these things are to get. Um, so just yeah. take your time with it. So uh, the console also, I want to talk about how quiet it is. This thing is silent. There is no, there is no jet engine fan taking off from a runway it is silent like i can barely tell that it's on it's really really nice um so i want to talk about uh spider-man miles morales um a little bit uh this game is phenomenal it's really really good the story is solid um miles the performance uh of miles from from the actor is really really great the story is really good as well i'm invested in it um, I care. It is really cool to see Miles and to see this kind of um, this different culture, right? Uh, thrown into the Spider-Man universe. It's super New York. It feels great to play. The controller, um, you know, the haptic feedback when you're swinging through is is great. It's a really tactile, cool experience when you press down on the trigger and you let go. You know, you can feel the release on the controller and it feels like you're, you know, whipping through um, through New York City. I want to talk about the two, the fidelity and the performance mode uh, and what I think about both and the ray tracing. Um, all of these things, obviously massive um, next gen features. So the ray tracing for anyone who doesn't know has a lot to do with reflections uh, of, of like real time reflections. So if I'm a Spider-Man and I'm on the side of a building and I'm running up, there are real time reflections of what's happening behind me. That includes taxis, cars, NPCs, water, uh, whatever it might be enemies. I can see that now in order to get the ray tracing, you do have to drop to 30 FPS, right? So there, there is a trade off uh, there. Now, please, I wanted to ask real quick. Is, is it as quiet as it is in the UI menu to where it is in gameplay? And is the gameplay, is the system as quiet? If it is louder during gameplay than in the menu, not running anything, is it as quiet in 30 FPS in resolution mode as it is in performance mode? Is it any louder? Is it about the same? It's the same. Silent. That's in, that's insane. <laughs> like it, it, even so, even from just being in the menu, not running a game, it's still about the same. Yeah, uh, I'm like when I <laughs> when I when I say that this thing is quiet, I mean like I have not heard it. It's quiet. It's really really that's, quiet. That just makes me so happy because like there there were times like playing like playing with you in Warzone on PS4 or playing um, what else like Last of Us Part Two. Yes, like oh I God. had to play with headphones on because I couldn't fucking hear the TV. Yeah, that's not not a problem here at all. God, that's awesome. That's and, awesome. And there are so I I've been playing mainly on fidelity mode. Um hold on, my dog is barking. This might be the painters. Let me keep going. So I've been playing on fidelity mode because the ray tracing is such a massive step up. Uh, from other things that I like other games that I've played it in interior environments there's so much cool lighting and effects that go on when you're inside that the ray tracing makes the game pop I mean it's gorgeous it makes a massive 
massive difference, especially inside. Or even if you're if you're walking around New York City a little slower, which who does that? But like I've I've spent time in photo mode. The photo mode is very extensive. Um, and I've been on the side of buildings, right? And I can see the real-time reflections or on puddles in the in game. That is shit that is just if you switch over to performance mode and do the same thing, you it doesn't feel as cool like it just doesn't look as good but that 60 fps at 4k swinging through the city and in some of the the big fight sequences is rocking i mean so it is it still at 4k 60 it's just the ray tracing is turned off yes that is the only difference that's that's still pretty impressive to me it's it's extremely impressive I want to play it with uh, ray tracing on because there was a there was a video I watched earlier uh, today that showed Miles swinging uh, down close to the uh, street or he was on top of a car and it was kind of as this sequence, right, Uh, of, of a car chase sequence. But the passing traffic, it looked like I was watching Spider Man on top of a car in Manhattan at night, like just yeah. the, the reflections off the car look that good. And, and it is crazy what ray tracing can do. It is very, very performance intensive. So it is going to dock your down to 30. That's on PC on everything. I don't think there's anything that we can really uh, watch dogs. Legion, I think is 4k 30 with ray tracing on PC with some of the best graphics cards known as demand. So uh, it, it is still quite impressive to me that it can still hit 4k 60. Like that's going to be good enough for me. Uh, I, 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 I want these consoles that's why I'm I'm here for this gen is for the 60 frames per second on mostly everything. Yeah, same. I mean, it, and and you know, I've I've played um I also ju- jumped into Borderlands 3, uh, which I'll talk about briefly. I only played about an hour of that. I uh, just didn't want to play Borderlands, but it is 4K 60 and it's buttery. Uh, and it's there, but in in Spider-Man, like even when you're playing at at 30 with the ray tracing, it's a locked 30. It does not move. It does not budge. It does not dip. Same thing in performance mode. There are no dips. You are at that's, that's 60. That is amazing. I can't wait for us to uh, to get a PS5 and play Destiny together because I've been playing the uh, the new expansion on PC. And my monitor is 1080p. It still looks really good, but I can't imagine how this is going to look at 4K60 on a, on my 65-inch TV. So I can't wait to play that with you when it, uh, yeah. the update comes out. And hopefully I'll get a PS5 soon. But uh, yeah, it, sure it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of phenomenal to me mind-boggling that we're now at a point where we've caught up to tech and we can have this i think this is where it needs to stay i'm i I think 60 to 120 4k i i think nothing is gonna nothing who gives a shit about 8k like they're even talking about 8k capable and things like that who cares like this is where we let's just focus on making things run good yeah and and it does and i'm extremely extremely impressed um uh, so I, I've even I played Cold War right, and that obviously has capability to go up to 120 uh, hertz. Um, and I don't have a TV or a monitor uh, to test that out, but I can tell you that I'm playing the game uh, Cold War with. Let me see, I'm playing it with with ray tracing, and it's a solid 60 FPS. Um, extremely solid and the, the, the controller feels phenomenal with it. They did a really nice job and every gun feels different. Uh, it just, and that's what I'm excited for cyberpunk because if cyberpunk has all of this stuff in it too, 
it, it, the immersion is going to be unbelievable. Like when you pull the trigger of a gun, it's different from a sniper to an SMG to an AR to an LMG. It's just different. It feels different. And, and you feel heavier when you carry an LMG and you feel lighter when you carry an SMG or a pistol. Um, it's just the, the, I hope that developers continue to develop games to take full control of the PS5 controller. The now, I want to ask you real quick about the DualSense and the haptic feedback. One thing I heard from our, uh, uh, a podcast we both listened to on Sacred Symbols, Chris, Ray, Chris Raygun was describing it as he felt like the haptic feedback was fairly present on, on um, most of the things in Spider-Man, but you could kind of feel like tapering off as the game went on. And he his complaint was if, if a first-party developer just kind of barely implemented this into it, He's worried about what our third-party developers really going to give a shit about this since they can't do it on Xbox. And my question to you is, do you agree with that? Do you feel like it's poorly implemented into Miles Morales, or is it filled just where it needs to be? I think it's kind of right where it needs to be, and I think they're going to find a sweet spot, too, um, with these games later on. I think, if put it this way, if the entire game felt like like Astro's Playroom, it would be probably too much for the average player uh because it's just sensory overload it is it really is so you have to find that happy medium and and at the time i listened to that as well and he he was only a few hours into the game uh and i'm i'm nearing the end of the story and i'm taking my sweet time because i i'm i'm loving this game so much Uh, i cannot recommend it enough but uh there are times you know where i'm fighting a boss and throughout different segments depending on how the boss is being hit or affected from different, you know, abilities or whatever. My controller feels different. It it has a different vibration. It has a different feel completely. Um, so it's it's there, but again, it's one of those things where it you feel it, but once you're in it, you, the only way you'd feel it is it like the only way it would stand out to that extent is if you went backwards and forwards. If you played through the same sequence with a dual sense or with a dual shock, you're going to feel a massive difference because it really is that big of a difference. But you get spoiled after you play Astro's Playroom and you get into Miles Morales. And yes, they don't use it to that extent, but there's a reason because you're swinging through Manhattan all the time. And if it was that if it was truly as difficult to swing, like if you had to use the same amount of pressure um, as you do in Astro's playroom, you wouldn't want to swing through the city, right? They have to have just enough of it there so that it doesn't prohibit the player from playing the game because their fucking fingers are tired, you know, because it is extra resistance is what it is. It really is extra resistance. So, you know, you do that a thousand times and your finger's going to be tired. They had to, pl- you have to walk that fine line, right? Now, Miles is also a different beast because it was, it was developed for two systems, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. And yes, it mm. is the big PlayStation 5 launch title, but was it built from the ground up for the PlayStation 5? No, it was not. So you have to take that into account as well. And I think some of the other first party games, like, I mean, put it this way, like if Naughty Dog had developed The Last of Us Part 2 on the PlayStation 5 with the DualSense in mind, that Mm. you'd feel it. You'd know. You know what I mean? Like when you pull back the bow, when you shoot a trigger, Naughty Dog wants to make you feel everything, right? So that DualSense is going to be a big, big push for those developers um i'm interested to see what ratchet and clank do with it all of these other things but you know 
I can see third party studios using it, but maybe not having the best use of it, which is a little disappointing. But I think for the most part, that's why I want Cyberpunk to to really knock it out of the park because I feel like if CD Projekt Red can set the bar for third-party studios that Assassin's Creed would have no choice or all of these other things and I I don't have Valhalla uh, so I don't know how it feels on that Um, but I'm sure you know they they utilize it to the best of their ability at this point right 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 yeah I the haptic feedback is 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 I think you said a game changer. I I would love to see Microsoft implement this in a future like maybe Elite controller. Um, but the problem with that is I think too, they're going to get like called out for copying and things like that. And I'm my thing is, is if this Games Pass rumor that Sony has cooking up is true, then I say go for it. If they copied your style, copy them on that. I would like to, I want to see the, the reason I want it on Xbox is so it can be utilized by th- third party developers. Yeah, it, it needs to be, and it it it's just so it, it's revolutionary. Like we, I think this will change controllers forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think this is just one of those game changing moments where Sony took a took a leap of faith and said, you know what, I I think this is gonna work, and my God, it does. You know, it, it just. It just works, right? The Fallout seventy six right. meme, and um, sorry, go ahead. No, it's. I mean, it's a little disappointing when you queue up a PlayStation four game on PlayStation five, and it doesn't utilize the Dual Sense. You know, uh, it, it is a little bit like oh. And Borderlands, I was like, oh, maybe Borderlands will have something really interesting where, like, you know, the triggers are are this and that, but it didn't really seem to have any support from what I could see. That might have been a point where I booted up the wrong version, but I don't think so. So I, I need to double check Borderlands again. Um, but it 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 was impressive seeing borderlands run at 60 fps um and it was obviously always impressive for for spider-man either either mode um is really great and i i played a little bit of persona 5 and the load speeds are are completely non-existent i mean you just it's just like bang 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 everywhere you want to go um from start to finish same thing i mean i i fast traveled in spider-man which i never do just because i wanted to see how long it was if it was three seconds, uh, that's a, that's probably about right. About three seconds. Wow! It, you just from um, one side of the city to the other, boom, five seconds, three seconds. How how is how is the uh, the multiplayer been for Call of Duty? Are you noticing any slowdowns, any hiccups with that? No, everything's been really smooth. I've played. I've probably played around ten to fifteen matches on my PlayStation Five on my TV, um, and it's now I'm. I'm assuming it is lobbying you with people with PS4s, correct? Yeah, and PC, I think. So it's just kind of meshing all a, together. Yeah. Do you do you do, does it have an option to uh, to be PS5 only or PlayStation only? Yes, yes, it does. Yep, you can turn off cross w- uh, cross platform play. You can now also turn wondered, off the adaptive triggers. Does, does play- which thank God for yeah. multiplayer. I think I would do that too. Um, but uh, for now, turning off crossplay does that count for PS4 or is it still going to lobby you with PlayStation players? I, I think bet it's it gonna, would, right? Because I think, not yeah, many I, people have PS5s. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all PlayStation players. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, are, are you feeling at a competitive advantage in any aspect as far as the, f- because of your frame rate and maybe fidelity and whatnot? Um, Black Ops is having its own issues right now with, uh, sometimes it's hard to see players. This is an issue across the board that they're trying to work on. It's had some, um, issues with, with, um, with the, oh my God, losing the name of it. The, um, aim assist. It's having aim assist issues. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell, um, exactly what, is going to give me an advantage or, you know, not give me an advantage. I will say that not having my controller with the back paddles is a massive disadvantage. I mean, playing, it's like, I I can't go back now. I need, I need the, you know, the jump on the back, right. And I, and I need the melee on the left. It's just something I I need now. Um, So it's a little bit weird playing a competitive shooter without those things. I'm at a, I feel slow. I feel very slow. Um, and I feel like I can't, uh, move as quickly as I want to, but that is something I think will come with time. Uh, we'll get either maybe a, a back button, um, thing like they did with the PlayStation four or scuff and Astro and all these other people will come out. Third party will come out with these controllers, these competitive controllers, uh, that I would swap to if I'm playing something like that. But I, I think to be competitive, you're going to have to turn off the, the triggers for sure and and lower the haptic feedback um because it's 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 intense i i do want to play through the campaign now, though because i think to do the that pain yeah sorry to do that do you is that all done through in game on call of duty or is yes. there an option that they've included or can you do, do you have to do that from the playstation itself the answer is yes you can do both so if you hate haptic tr- if you hate the feedback and you hate all that stuff you can turn it off in the controller menu in the playstation 5 but if you like it on the PlayStation 5 and you just want to turn it off game by game, they have it's all in settings in uh, Call of Duty and in all of the other games as well. Uh, very, you can just turn good. it off. I was wondering about that. Yep. And, and, and it's great. I mean, obviously, you want to give more player choice um, wherever you possibly can. So Sony's doing a really good job with, you know, knowing ahead of time, hey, some people really might not like this feature or that feature. So they can play with this without that or however they want to. Um which is which is fantastic, and I think I think that overall, uh, I'll kind of wrap it up a little bit. I I think Sony's headed in a very good direction with this console, and as long as the games are there, it, it's going to be hard pressed for me to want to play even if I buy in a Series X. If I'm playing a single player game and I want that immersive experience the dual sense is is where i'm going to want to play the game like uh, it makes that much of a difference that it's it's going to once you feel it you're gonna want to play games with that on that aren't competitive because it the level like i said i feel like i've said this a hundred times the the level of immersion is something like I haven't felt before uh, in video games. And uh, the 3D audio I want to talk about as well uh, is fantastic. Um, I, I've been playing a lot with headphones on, and I have the the Sony Platinums, which I know you have too, Joseph, I think. Um, and it, it is 3D uh, capable, the headphones are. And it's, I mean... It's a step up for sure. Uh, it just is 
it's an advantage. I think that definitely gives a competitive advantage because the audio is better. Uh, and right. it's, it's, you can hear someone above, below, beside. And when, when I'm playing Spider-Man, like, you know, those, the, the, I, I, the playscapes, right. That you can go into with the enemies and it's these big playgrounds, right. Where you have these awesome powers and they, they've improved on combat tenfold in this the combat's just way better, way, way, way better. Um, than it was in the Good. original Spider-Man. Um, and you can hear people above you. You can hear them shooting like, you know, to your back left corner. And it, the audio is so well integrated into everything. Um, and the audio design is taking a massive leap forward this gen as well. We're, 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 it's a really good time to be a gamer. Uh, really, really good time. <laughs> it, it just, it's... I- such a big improvement over PlayStation 4 and and you know I don't have a Series X yet but when I do I know I'm going to say the same thing right is that it's it is in your in your opinion was the was it purchase getting it uh, day 1 uh was it was it justified in that it is a noticeable enough leaps and bounds in the games you've played <sighs> yeah yeah it is and I and I wish I so I wish I think... there were a couple more PlayStation Five games to play, first party games. I'm I could buy Valhalla. I'm waiting for Cyberpunk. You know I I could do all I could go out and 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 do these things. I really want to play Cyberpunk. That's the next game I want to purchase. Um, so I'm holding off uh, purchasing another PlayStation Five game until will, it gets delayed again. <laughs> I well, if it gets delayed again, then I'm picking something else up for sure. Uh, and Valhalla <laughs> will most likely be that move. Um, but I, I need to boot, boot up uh, Ghost of Tsushima because I know that runs 4K 60, and I want to finish that game on PlayStation Five. So that's probably the next game I'm going to download uh, and play because man, that game is gorgeous, and to play it at 60 FPS would be just everything especially the legends mode and everything i i that that's one of the cool things to me that i want to talk about real quick before we end is just the 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 level of uh quality improvements quality of life improvements that we're seeing in these games that are backwards compatible uh games like ghost of tsushima um i've seen on xbox series x fallout 76 the witcher 3 uh games that have unlocked frame rate uh that were at 30 to below on xbox one x and you know, the base Xbox One and PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro, these games that have unlocked frame rates are running at a perfectly buttery smooth 60 frames per second. I can't, like, you know me, I've started playing Fallout 76 and I cannot wait to play that on a PS5 or Xbox Series X because uh, I want to be able to play it on my 4K TV and to play that and, and it just runs so smooth. It's, it's crazy because it runs terrible on PS4 yeah. uh, Pro. It doesn't run te- it doesn't run that bad, but it, it, and Destiny and things like that. It, it is kind of crazy to see that these games uh, are doing so well on backwards compatibility uh, just right out of the box they're working better yeah and the big thing you know warframe i'm kind of going to jump back into when they release that for the playstation 5 because they're integrating full adaptive trigger and they're almost completely rehauling the game to launch for next gen yeah that 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 game you showed me the trailer for warframe and it's like man god damn it i'm so sold into destiny right now but man does that look good yeah and until destiny until destiny comes out with the ps5 upgrades and everything i'll probably jump into warframe because I mean, God, to play that thing at 60 FPS on my console, on my TV, it's gorgeous. And 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 Destiny, I can't wait to get my hands on either. I wish that I they do. would uncap the frame rate so that I could play it 
in 60 FPS now, even if it was at 1080 and not a full 4K because... I, I, you know, that's that's something I'm clamoring for. I want to feel those Destiny guns with the haptic feedback oh, yeah. it's, when I'm playing PVE. Like I, like I play it on PC and I, I get over 120, and, and I'm telling you, once you get rid of that 30, that it it runs so bad on console, and it's such a beautiful game. And it, Bungie has always done really good with their shooting. All the guns feel different when you shoot them, and the way that it, I can't imagine how that's going to feel at 60 FPS with a haptic feedback controller, adaptive triggers. Um, I think it's going to be a game changer and I, and I'll probably never play destiny on my PC again once I have it on PS five. Um, but, uh, even with the frame frame loss, you know, playing at 120 down to, or 140 down to 60 to whatever, like I, I, it's going to be that amazing to play. Um, Kevin, I appreciate your time discussing yes. the uh, your experience with the PS5. Uh, I, I am very envious of you, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm so glad that you got one. I, I think anybody, I'm happy for anybody that gets either one of these consoles, especially same. right now, because that, if, if, if a real human being has them, that means the bots didn't get it, and that, I think that's awesome. So if, you, if you're listening and you have one, write in to uh, remotegamingpodcast at gmail.com and tell us your experience with it um once again that is remote gaming podcast at gmail.com tell us your experience with the ps5 or xbox series x josh i appreciate you writing in um it's good to be back ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry we've missed you um and once i do get a ps5 or and and I, I might actually try for the series x first because it seems i'm not i don't mean this the wrong way you're uh, taken out of context but it does seem like the easier one to get at the Absolutely. moment even though yeah. they're they're both kind of impossible and I, I i i i would rather jump on the chance to get one of these before i can't in april and so if right. i can get an xbox series x believe me we will do the same thing that we've done for playstation yes. back hour um so hopefully i can get one with the next week's hopefully you listening can get one too um it's good to be back kevin do you have anything else you want to talk about next gen no not really it's it's been fun i'm excited uh we're excited to be back and hopefully our lives will permit we i don't know if we'll do a podcast next week because of thanksgiving um, and everything else going on Uh, but we might we might get something inside and uh hopefully we will see you guys next week later